grab your popcorn and snacks, find a comfy spot, take a seat or lie down, and let me transport you to a place of fantasy, ghost stories, ancient legends, odd creatures, alien encounters, and other magical topics. You may even decide to join the conversation. From faraway lands to your own backyard, with a small dash of pixie dust, turn out the lights and open your minds. The journey is about to begin. Hey, 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 welcome to today's show. Wow, there's a world out there. I'm never on the air this early. Kind of scary. Well, I take it back. You know, I've, I've done pre-recordings where I've been on, on the air this early, but there's a world out there. Anyway, I want to welcome you to the show. My name is Charlotte. I'm going to be your host for the next hour or so. I am also the owner of the California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team based out of Sacramento. We're 35 strong up and down the state of California. We also have branches in Washington, Nevada, some of my music came back on. Did you hear that? Some of my music came back on. I don't know where that came from. Okay, Washington, Nevada. Kind of creepy. Maybe the ghost of duty. Uh, Washington, Nevada, and Hawaii, which is kind of cool, you know? Anyway, I want to welcome you guys. Uh, like I said, I'm not used to being on this early. You can see my hat's even on crooked. Happens to the best of us. But uh, I got a, you know, a quick announcement to make. If you guys are interested in ghost hunting and you'd like to go on a real ghost hunt, and I'm not talking something where... A medium takes you through and point and points you at things and says, put, put your hand out to feel the cold breeze. That's not what this is. California Haunts offers what we call ghost tours. And what we do is our team takes you out to haunted hotels or haunted different haunted locations. And you get to set up the equipment with my team. You get to use the equipment, the stuff you see on TV, you know, some of that real good, cool, high-tech stuff. And you also get to learn proper ghost hunting procedures so that if you decide to go out on your own to ghost hunt, you're more than welcome to do that. You know, but you get to learn proper procedures just like we use. You know, it's not like on TV where, what, 30, 45 minutes, they're done. There's there's a more involved process. And, uh, and if you want to make sure you get really good quality EVPs and stuff like that, we're going to teach you how to do that. This is your chance. And for those of you that want to join a team that, that are local to the Sacramento area, this is how we choose members sometimes. We'll pull them from these ghost tours. Anyway, well, I'm going to be doing that. I don't have a set date, nor do I have a place to go. But uh, I'm going to put some details up on Meetup, and I'm going to put some details up on the website at CaliforniaHauntsRadio.com so that you can check that out because we're going to be booking, and these things are going to take 10, 10 spots, and they fill up really fast. Once you get out to the location, we're going to, I'm, I'm going to hook you up with, our, with uh, my investigators. We're, we're going to break down you know, into smaller teams, and then you'll be assigned equipment, or you can choose the equipment you want to try. And you'll go with a team leader and a psychic on a psychic with your group and uh, do, a, do a real good ghost hunt. Now, if you do get any evidence that can be used, we will also give you full credit on the California Haunts website, which is CaliforniaHaunts.org. You know, for the you know after we talk with the client, tell them what we got. Also, uh, we're offering California Haunts T-shirts, and what they are is we have a there's two there's two available. You can get a California Haunts radio T-shirt with the logo. Let me move my head. There we go. With the logo that's behind me, or you can get one for the California Haunts Ghost Hunting Academy T-shirt. So, uh, so you get some kind of goodies. But it's a pretty fun event, and it's not just an hour thing. You're going to be there for four, five, six, seven hours, ghost hunting with us. You know, one on one with our team. So hopefully you'll do that. I keep saying I'm going to have that up uh, this evening. You know, but things keep coming up, and uh, I promise I, at the latest, I will have it up tomorrow afternoon. Okay. But uh, I will have, I will be working on that this evening. I finally got the website caught up, the radio website caught up. And um, so I should be able to get that up pretty easily this evening. A California Haunts Radio website. 
CaliforniaHauntsRadio.com. Visit us. There's archival videos on there from the last year and a half from doing this show. There's also archival stuff from Blog Talk on there as well from when we were on Blog Talk. Now, we're broadcasting today on that on, on, on the front of the website. We're also broadcasting on Twitter. We're broadcasting on YouTube. We're broadcasting you know, on Facebook. And uh, it's kind of cool to do that. So you can check us out there. But if you're watching from YouTube, you know, we're always looking for subscribers. So there's a little ghost down. I think it's in either in your left-hand corner or your right-hand corner that has a magnifying glass and a Sherlock Holmes hat on. Click on that and subscribe. We're looking for subscribers. We, the more subscribers, the merrier. I think we had, yeah, we had a good amount this morning. So go check us out and become a subscriber. There's, a, oh, there's more than 190 videos over on YouTube for you to check out. And I mean, they're from all kinds of topics. The beautiful part is if you know if you're able, if you're able to access our blog talk stuff that goes back like ten years. So there's all kind all kinds of guests on there. And if you're listening to our podcast version of this, if you can get to Apple Podcasts, you will see two California Haunts radios on there. One is this one is this version of the show, and the other one is the blog talk radio version of the show. So you might want to listen to some of those because we've I mean over the years we've had some really good guests. Now shifting gears into today. I have a really great guest coming in, Lynn Andrews, who is a shaman, and I haven't spoken with a shaman in a couple of years. Uh, we used to have a shaman on, on the team, and I just thought what she did was absolutely fascinating. And so I wanted to talk, I heard Lynn on another show, and I wanted to talk to her about what she, about what she does and how she does it. So she will be coming in a few minutes, okay? Anyway, without further ado, and you know how I am about people at least, at least i can't mess her name up right and andrews so without further ado lynn andrews is with us and maybe you should tell us tell everybody about yourself because uh you know I, i'm I, you know yourself the best uh well my goodness um well i'm an author a lecturer a teacher i have uh two schools a, <laughs> a school in Conscious of shamanism, another school in, for writing, as in writing books. And um, gosh, I uh, I guess my whole life really has been uh, headed towards inspirations that I can pass on to other people. And through experience reading my books, I've written 21 books mostly along a medicine woman line mm -hmm. and there's stories for the most part about my they're autobiographical my um journey with my teachers and my teachers uh are agnes whistling elk and ruby plenty chiefs mm. um and they are extraordinary women of power elder women and they have taught me extraordinary things and i have pass them on to you as they asked me to do in books so the my newest book is called acts of power daily teachings for inspired living and it's a but uh gee i am so proud of this book it took me a couple of years to really uh write it and it's it consists of daily messages that are from my heart to the reader's mm -hmm. heart and <clears throat> i i hope that people who read this uh, book will join together with me and 
celebrate the magnificent journey of our very gifted lives. And so these inspirations in this particular book are there for you when you need power. They will comfort you when you are in grief and help you sing praise when you feel joy. Uh, they will inspire you if you already include the practice of prayer in mm -hmm. your life. And they will teach you how to contemplate simply and experientially um, if you have never learned. So in a world filled with by rote endeavor, mm -hmm. uh, we so often perform the rituals of everyday life almost without thought. And uh, this is kind of like driving down the freeway, oblivious of the magnificent mountains and diaphanous clouds above us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And because of our focus on our destination, we forget that life is a process. And this moment is actually all that you will ever have. So sitting in the center of your own truth can bring you bliss and comfort. You are alive and aware, conscious now. Mm -hmm. So inspiration allows you to establish contact with the moment. It helps you travel the bridge between the physical world and the world of sacred vision with prayer. You can change your life. So why is it important to have a new point of view for the day? And for some people, it, it, it isn't important. Mm -hmm. But others really do need that. And it's a powerful, heartfelt way of um, attracting the best aspects of creation to yourself. When you read something of beauty which uh, uh, that I've written on these pages, you then think thoughts that maybe you've forgotten about or maybe have never known before. Mm -hmm. So it helps you to find the embodiment of your own heart and soul. You are a person in search of higher consciousness and awareness. These daily inspirations are sacred blessings. As a 21st century shaman, I live an everyday life in the Western world, but my teachers are native women from around the world. The inspirations in this book help you to balance the incredible stress of our current life with the ecstasy of wisdom and understanding that have been part of so many native cultures throughout history. They include blessings for all the seasons of the year and for the seasons of the soul. Mm -hmm. The difficulties and joys the soul encounters in life are often mysterious and challenging. It has always helped me to find beautiful paragraphs, sentences, ideas, and thoughts from other people of power. It is difficult in this 21st century 
with a foot in spirit and a foot in the physical world. Oftentimes, the only bridge between these two worlds is prayer and contemplation. Without inspirations and prayer, we may lose the world that we know forever. Mm -hmm. So so my beautiful teachers tell me, um, with meditation and thoughtfulness, we can transform the negative state uh, or those aspects of our societies that are negative and bring Mother Earth back into balance. It is in this spirit that I offer the affirmations and presentations of thought within this book. Every day is listed with a new thought, a new idea. And these paragraphs are a collection of wisdom, some of them from the books that I have written Mm -hmm. over these many years of work and joy and travel. And with these higher beings of light from the Himalayas to South America, to Europe, Australia, and Asia, I want to share with you the beauty of this journey in short meditations, thoughts, paragraphs that I think will give you or help you find inspiration within your days. May you journey with soft winds at your back in spirit and love. How did how did you get into hello? How did you get into um becoming a shaman i mean you don't wake up in the morning and go oh i'm going to be a shaman today so so how did you start that journey well gee uh by the time i was about six years old i could do things um like find i I would see lights around people i could see their dis-ease in their bodies um very i didn't know what i was really seeing i didn't have a name for it Mm -hmm. but i realized soon that see these things that i did and that i needed to be very quiet about it because it made me very separate and different from other kids so i went a long long time without talking to people telling people about what i saw and what i was learning and then finally, as I got older, into my teen years and into my 20s, uh, you know, it changed my life. I started being who I was mm-hmm. and uh, able to tell people about shamanism. Shamanism is an interesting word. It's simply a wordful description of a state of being. Mm-hmm. And you really can't describe the abstract you can only talk about the feeling perhaps that it gives you for instance when you pray uh you pray and um it fills you with a kind of compassion Mm -hmm. and spirit that maybe you don't have just ordinarily in your waking life and so forth um shamanism is is a quality which enables you usually to help people heal themselves uh, to see a higher consciousness and attitude of being Mm -hmm. uh, 
that we don't ordinarily appreciate. So it helps helps to change the story of uh, just, you know, kind of a mundane life into something that becomes uh, fabulous and wonderful and colorful. And shamanism has many different aspects. It has music and prayer and ceremony within the shaman who then shares it with people that they love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's really what shamanism is. Now, your the um, you know, your reputation is as a sh- as a shaman healer. How are you able to heal other you know to, to excuse me to heal other people? I don't heal other okay. people. So, that's a misquote. Okay, uh, I help people to heal themselves. Okay. I, see that they have a damage in some area and I help them to heal that damage at which point they then heal themselves okay okay and how does that work uh, because I know I work with a um, shaman on our team briefly for about a year or so and she used to put her hands at the top of my head to to, to start the work so um does it work like that for, you know, with, with you doing it? Or, or you can laugh. Go ahead and well, laugh. It's fine for me. I don't, you know. Well, it's a way of understanding energy of someone that you are working with. You know, you can put your hands at the top of their head. You can hold their hand. Mm-hmm. You can just relax and dream with them a little bit, meditate together, you know, so that you begin to see their energy, not just your own. And it takes an ability. Not everybody can do that. Mm-hmm. You have to learn how to do that. Absolutely. And how long did it, like, like you say you have to learn to do that? How long? How many years did it take you to get to to, to the point of where you're at now? Oh, sweetie, I think it took my lifetime. But I could always tell things, even when I was five, six, seven years old. Um, I just knew things. I don't know how that happened. I guess I was born with it. Uh, I never, nobody ever sat down and taught me. And I went, uh, I am not a Catholic, but I went Catholic girls' school. Mm -hmm. And then actually to college, I loved the fact that the nuns were kind of married to their profession. Okay. So they, they taught, they also taught from their heart. They knew it was what God had asked them to do. So I felt it was just an incredible way to get an education. So I went through Catholic schools all the way through. Oh, fascinating. And I learned. Yeah, it was wonderful. It really was. It sounds wonderful. Were you afraid of your gift at first? Because I know some people, you know, when, when they first start realizing that, that, that they have a gift, they're, they're, they're kind of afraid of it because they're start, because they are seeing things. Well, it makes them different from other people. I think that's really what they're afraid of. Um, and most people want to belong. They don't want to be separate. Mm-hmm. Or some people do want to be separate. Then that's a whole other story. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, if you suddenly, my God, you, you can see colors around people. Right. You see their aura. And, oh, my God, nobody else does. 
uh, it depends on what kind of person you are. If you're a spiritual oriented person, you realize that it's an act of God in some way or another, depending on what your education is, you mm-hmm. know, how you see something and how you describe it. So I think it's, uh, shamanism is an incredibly important uh, I guess you would call it a practice, sort mm-hmm. of. Uh, you don't do the same practice every day, but it's good if you meditate. It's good if you, you know, go inward at least a certain period of the day. And in shamanism, your whole life is a practice. You know, no I, matter what you're doing. I felt, you know, like like the last few months, I haven't been meditating, but. I can honestly say that because I have heart problems and stuff, but I can, I can honestly say that when I was meditating every day, I felt so much better. My body felt like it was in balance. You know, it doesn't feel like it's in balance now. And I think that's what meditation does because, you know, people think when they think of meditation, you know, they think you just sit there with your legs crossed and all that. But what, what the common person doesn't realize is there's certain meditations for certain things, you know, like for your health and, and whatnot. And I, I yeah. think meditation should play an important role in everyone's everyone's daily routine. I think that's true. It really is. So, um, oh, wow. when, when you're doing your work, do, do, do you use certain tools? I mean, when people think of shamans, they think of, you know, of the Native American type, you know, the, the Native Americans, you know, with, with the feathers and all, and, all, and all that. What type of tools do you use? Um, well, Sometimes I use a drum. Sometimes I use a rabble. Drumming, let's just say you're working with someone who is very ill and Mm -hmm. absolutely thinks that cannot be healed. Mm -hmm. So a a healer is just a waste of time. Anybody who believes in the spirit is a waste of time. Mm -hmm. So I might give them a drum, a little drum, and I have a little drum, and I ask them just to do what I do. So I start a beat and and they beat with me. And pretty soon, uh, just that alone can change the frequency Mm -hmm. of that person. Mm -hmm. So that then there's a a pathway, a way to approach that person and uh, allow them to hear what I might have to say. Okay. Okay. So you know, and then they open to their own inner guides, which is very, very important. So when you talk about the frequency, you know, I, I have a friend that does healing on people and she talks about, she compares it to kind of like a power, you know, an electricity thing where with, if the power gets overloaded, then, then, then your whole system's off. You know, it's like putting in too many, too many plugs into one outlet, essentially. Is that what it's like? Yeah, you know, for, for the work you do, is, is, is it similar? Or is it something completely different? Gosh, it sounds different. Okay. I don't know. Okay. You know, it's okay. hard to explain. Okay. You know, hard, hard to explain. But yes, it's similar. I mean, we're working with an energy maybe that you don't use every day. Uh huh. <laughs> I might say. You okay. Know? Oh yeah. And it's a diff- maybe a different frequency. Sure, sure. And there's an energetic involved in that. Okay. I can understand that though. I mean, when you're running on, you know, it's, it's that old saying about humming along, you know, that people say, oh, there I was humming along and then, you know, something happened. And so, you know, that's that freak that that's, 
essentially that frequency that frequency where you're 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 humming along and then then something deviates and then you're not doing as well as you did before so you have to get back on to that frequency that 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 that, that, that you know that that you were humming that on that you were yeah that you were humming in the beginning yeah 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 yeah, yeah. um <laughs> kind of makes sense i guess you know yeah it kind of, <laughs> it kind of makes sense um when you yeah. talk about um wow these headphones when you talk about seeing people's auras yes what do you see exactly and, and can you tell if somebody's aura is not the is not the correct t- tone you know like, like like if they're ill does the aura look different well there there can be spaces okay. in an aura or somebody say is holding very close to them okay and uh they need to allow that aura to go to expand so that they can see all of the you know all of what they're trying to look at okay um, I think that's very important. People hold tight to things. They don't want to lose themselves. Right. They don't realize that in the process of letting go, you become more, not not uh, hidden away like you have been perhaps uh, most of your life. You, know, you may open and new things come in. Okay. 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 I'm fascinated by this because, you know, I've heard of, of people who can actually, you know, see auras like that, you know, the, where they're walking around and then they can see the color around somebody. Um, you know, the aura color, I mean, when, when you're looking at someone with, with an aura, can you tell what, what, what kind of mood they're in even? Is it like a mood ring kind of? Is that how it works or how does it work? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, well, maybe. I don't know about mood ring. I mean, I've heard of them. I don't know about them. But yes, you are seeing, um, you know, auras can be very dense. Um, somebody turned on something here. We're all having so technical I, issues I, today. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think that um, auras are created by moisture. Okay. So, die, the body may still have an aura. Most people don't realize that. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Uh-huh. So, you know, your, your feelings change your aura changes everything if they're strong enough uh-huh kind of go back to normal after a little while <laughs> <laughs> after you try like mad to destroy yourself you're actually going to go back to normal eventually <laughs> <laughs> it's just you know i the work of a shaman like i said the work of a shaman absolutely fascinates me you know and how you guys work and you did you did train with native americans correct is, is that what you said Yes, yes. And, um, uh-huh. and how are you able to do that? Uh, again, you know, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to be a jerk or, or be anything like that. But how? How did you approach? Did, did they? Did they come to you, or did you go to them to be trained? Uh, 
to them in my, I wanted to work with them. I knew that they knew things that they could teach me mm -hmm. that would certainly help me be better at what I did sure, or do. And uh, they did. They came to me and uh, I learned a great deal. Okay. 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 Well, you, you you didn't get a chance to hear my opening, but like I said, we, we had a shaman on our team for a while, and I thought it was fabulous, you know, when we were doing ghost hunts and stuff, and I would follow her around, you know, when, when she would do purifications on houses and stuff, and I just thought what, what she was doing was just incredible, you know, to, and, to and watch the tip. What, what exactly are you doing? What do you do? I am the owner of a uh, paranormal investigation team. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, and at one time we, uh, one time we had a shaman on the team. I, you know, I and I, I did. I followed her around a lot, you know, during the investigations and stuff because watching her, you know, go in and cleanse the house and stuff was just absolutely fascinating. Oh, I can imagine. And how she yeah. did it, you know, and, and, the, and the chanting she used and all that, and um, you know, uh, that's why I want to get you on today because I just thought, I, I just thought, man, it'd be fun to talk to somebody like that again because it, it was just it, unless you see it. Guys, you can't, you don't get the experience. You know, you have to be there to actually see it going on. You know, what can happen. Well, you do, and and also can understand something, and it helps you, it helps you hugely. I mean, when you're going in to clear, say, right. what you were just talking about, you want to, somebody bought a new house, and they want it cleared. So you, you go in and you feel a frequency within the house mm -hmm. and say you don't like it. It's not healthy. Right. And so you go in with your own frequency and that frequency, a healing frequency, something that is harmonious and you fill your house with the harmonious energy. It's not, uh, I mean, it's, if the family moved in and they were, harmonious themselves and you know they would fill it with energy as well but it would be, it's nice right. if someone who knows specifically what they're doing mm -hmm. comes in and does it first it is a good thing well that was another question i had you know uh we with ghost hunting we believe that like surfaces can can hold energy so if the house uh -huh. had a lot of tension or negative energy in it the wood in the house is going to hold that energy up. And sometimes if you get the right type of people in there, maybe, maybe, you know, maybe somebody's sensitive and they don't realize it. They're going to pick up on that negative energy. And, um, is that what you're talking about? Like, like you say, one family might have one energy coming into a house or there could be, you know, another family coming in that has the negative energy. So you need to go in there and figure out how to clear that out. Right. Yeah, and you might, you know, energy being different isn't necessarily bad. It's just different from yours, right. say. And, and that's fine, or maybe it isn't fine. You'd rather have the home more harmonious with you. Right. So you change it by living there. I mean, it's, uh, it's not a total mystery. It's only a mystery if you make it one. You know, is that like, you know, when you walk into a building and you just something, uh -huh. something just doesn't feel right. Could you be picking up on the energy in that, or, you know, the energy that's in the building or past energy? Absolutely. It just doesn't 
wrong with yours, or maybe it is actually an uncomfortable energy. So you just, you know, you change it. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. See, I've always wondered about that, you know, and I know, I know for sensitive people that go, that, that go into buildings like that, it bothers them. But like, I know a, a person that, that, well, we're all sensitive. Let's be, you know, the realistic of it all. But I mean, for people that don't realize they're sensitive and they walk into a place and they're uncomfortable. I was always wondering yes. if, if, if they, if you can feel that, you know, when you walk in. Oh yeah. Sure. I mean, you can, if someone's sensitive enough. And what about generational stuff? You know, because some people carry generational stuff that they don't realize. Or that they've inherited a sensitivity kind of thing. Yeah, or something, you know, yeah, or something, you know, something happened that, you know, that that, that was negative like a hundred years ago even, and, and, and it's still kind of hanging over the family. Well, I don't, uh, I don't much go there okay 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 just wondered just wondered cool you're, you're absolutely fascinating to me i can tell you that this is fascinating so when you go into oh, you a, know go ahead but you just said it comes from the ancestors or someone that lived there yeah yeah that's a uh, i just don't like going there because I don't know how real that is. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. So when you go into uh, cleanse, say, an area to, to change the, the energy, do you, do you have to use the, the people living in the house to, to help as well? Is it something where they have to, you know, think more positive afterwards and whatnot so that that, 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 that feeling doesn't come back? Or is it something you, you just go through and do? Where you go through and do it, and you you make sure that people. It's not, you know, energy. It's like uh, the energy of a spoon is different from the energy of Loster. Okay, okay, okay. And the people who live there need to understand that, okay. and understand that. Um, you know, if you want your home to be peaceful and harmonious, you have to create that every day. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like praying every day. I think that's very important. Okay. Because okay. I don't have to take long, but just a prayer. Just thanks God for <laughs> another day. <laughs> I actually woke up this morning. Right. Wow. <laughs> My eyes are open. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Um. I just had a question. I lost it. See that you got me going. I'm listening to all this good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I know one of the things as, as ghost hunters we do when we're out in the field is once we get a place cleared up or, or, or we calm the energy down, we, we always tell the, you know, the, the people that are living there, you can't invite it back in. You can invite it back in so easily and not realize you're doing it. Yeah. So you need to, you need to not. And I, and I always tell them, I know it's hard because you've been scared and all this, but but it's gone now. You have to, you know, you have to start stop thinking about it. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Because you just bring it back in with you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. What are ways that people can can lighten the energy in their houses? Oh gosh. <laughs> uh, well, 
windows so air comes in, but not, you know, not, not making you uncomfortable. Uh -huh. uh, just, um, you know, burn a white candle once in a while. If somebody gets angry about something, you could burn a white candle. Okay. And it, it will kind of change the energy there. And oh. I don't know, it just has to do with living. It's pretty hard to explain. Okay. What about um, like, like sea salt? Does that help? Well, they say it does. I use it occasionally. Okay. Um, with things. Mm -hmm. And I know um, I used to read up on this stuff too to cleanse your house with sage. Uh, you know, to you know, to to go into an enclosed room, close all the windows, and then burn the sage to, to cleanse that. Do, do you use a lot of sage or no? Well, sage is to cleanse, get things to disappear, things that are negative, they just disappear. Okay. Uh, sweet grass is for blessing. Okay. Okay. And it's a lovely thing to use. I like sweet grass a lot. What about frankincense and myrrh? Because I know that's used too, right? What is? I, I didn't hear you. Oh, fr frankincense and myrrh. Oh, of course. Yes. And what is that used? Is that used for negative spirits or, or, or what? Oh, I think that, that the spiritual world, if you want to call it that, uh, everything likes something that smells good okay and okay. something doesn't smell good they hightail it out of there okay okay have you ever had you know yeah you know, as far as as far as uh you know doing cleansings and stuff have you ever run into anything that was really really negative um just people okay some people that i've met in my life and it's a very sad thing to me because usually they don't know that they're negative. Mm -hmm. You know, they're negative uh, a lot with their ego. And so if you say anything to them about it, they get very offended. Mm -hmm. Usually, not always. Okay. I mean, you know, you say to somebody, I don't like the way you are. I wish you'd change. It's not going to make somebody very happy. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so it's really your job to just move away, just get away. Well, I know in my life, uh, you know, I have run into people like that. And I think everybody else has too, you know, where you realize there's, you know, everything about them, you know, just even when, even when they don't talk, you can tell, mm -hmm. you know, you can just tell that there's just negativity coming off of them. And then they're the, the same people that, that wonder why everything bad happens to them. You know, you're just like, well, it's what you're giving off, you know? You're going yeah, yeah. to give, give back <laughs> what you give off here. You, know, you can't be doing that. You know, and, right. uh, and, 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 and like I said, how do you approach, I mean, like you said, you know, they don't like being told that it's them causing the issues. Have you, had, right. any, have you had any difficulty with people like that in that they, they just won't make that change? Or is it yeah, fairly easy? easy? I mean, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's difficult sometimes. <laughs> Not easy. Do you have to point stuff out? I mean, I guess you'd have to point stuff stuff out to them. Okay. 
Okay, cool. All right. Sweetheart, I've got to leave you. Okay. We got we got started so late. Okay. Uh, now, Fran, just suddenly realized the time. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, All right. But it's, uh, it's been fun. I. It has been fun, and <laughs> I, I wish you so much goodness and and love in what you're doing. I think it's very important. Where can people find you? Uh, they can find me at lynnandrews.com. Okay. Find me on my website, and I've written 21 books, and I think my address is in the back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, it's pretty easy to find me. Right. I, I don't hide, really. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> I understand. Occasionally, I do. I understand. That's a lot of books, man. Yeah, it is. That's impressive. If you try and just sit down and write one book, you realize, oh my God, what it takes to uh, to actually write right that many books. It, it is something. I mean, I I'm proud of myself. I guess. You should be. That's a lot of books. Ma'am, I want to thank you so much. I really do because I know you, I know we had nothing but technical stuff going on today and who knows why, you know, it's just the stars. I'm so are... sorry about that. That's okay. I had wonderful. And I thank you so much for having me. Oh, I thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. I would love to get you on a later date where we don't have so many difficulties going on, if that's okay. Well, it would be wonderful. Yes, indeed. It would be great. All right, Lynn. Thank Whenever... you so much. Okay, sweetheart. You yeah. have a wonderful rest of your life. All right, you too. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. All right, that was Lynn uh, Andrews. We had uh, nothing but technical difficulties. I finally realized in my infinite wisdom down here, this is how it goes, you know. I was rolling over the cable for my headphones. <laughs> but it's been that kind of day. Anyway, um, I want to thank you guys for coming today. Uh, oh, I turned my, which one did I turn down? There we go. See, I'm still pushing buttons. But uh, tomorrow, we're, uh, I'm going to be, not tomorrow, we're off. It's Saturday, we're going to be back to reading The Ghost of Flight 401. We're going to finish that book off. And then Sunday, we're going to start a whole new a whole new kind of thing. Um, our One of our frequent guests, Anna Maria Manalo, is a uh, horror writer. She writes horror stuff. And she also writes true horror stuff. And she's working, and she's working on several books. She's going to give us excerpts from her books to read so that's going to start sunday so that's going to be fun you know to, to read those so i'll be on saturday i'll be here saturday and sunday 6 p.m pacific time monday is going to be fun oh my oh my my my, my. we're going to get back into sci-fi be talking to uh jim goodall jim goodall is a former sr-71 pilot but he also ha he also knows a lot about area 51 and ufos and uaps and all that good stuff so he is going to be on with us Monday at 6.30 p.m. Pacific. So that's something to look out for. Um, I want to, Like I said, I want to thank everybody for coming. Anything that could go wrong that they did. And uh, wow, uh, <laughs> I'm going to go throw back, a, throw back a cool one after this, I'll tell you. Anyway, uh, visit us. Uh, please, if, if you're watching on YouTube, um, please subscribe. Look down at the right-hand corner and you'll see the little guy. Uh, the little ghost with the Sherlock Holmes hat and the magnifying glass. And uh, 
you can press that button and subscribe. We're looking for subscribers. We, I mean, we have a lot of good shows, you know, almost 200 shows over, over at YouTube. So if you could do that, I'd appreciate it. If you like the show, share it with five people. If you hated the show, share it with five of your enemies. Um, we are equal opportunity. Here, I got somebody in the chat room. We're going to visit. All right. We are equal opportunity here at California Haunts Radio. <laughs> so uh, share, 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 share. Subscribe. Like I said, subscribe to YouTube. If you have trouble finding the page, uh, type in Cal California Haunts on YouTube. It usually comes up. If not, go to our website at CaliforniaHauntsRadio.com. Click on the video on the front. That will take you into our YouTube page. Okay. We also have all of our archives over at the YouTube page. And that is... Uh, great stuff to look at tons of stuff plus if you're listening if you'd like to listen to the show on apple Podcasts and all that stuff you'll see our other show too our, our original show from blog talk radio we're located over there and uh yeah and uh you can get all those shows as well anyway i want to thank you guys for coming you see that ticker floating across the bottom that's because california haunts paranormal investigation team is a non-profit and uh, all this stuff you see here, equipment, the headphones, I almost had a fit over today, uh, comes out of my pocket. So if you could help us um, afford to keep the show on the air, you know, in, you know, our internet and all that good stuff, that would be great. Uh, you could do that at paypal.me.me.me. .me, paypal.me at California Haunts. See, it's been that kind of day. Paypal.me at California Haunts. Or if you're uncomfortable with PayPal, please donate at Venmo. And then just type in California Haunts. You can do it from there. But like I said, we're it's a nonprofit organization. We don't take any money for doing our work or anything to go out to help people. And uh, so all this comes out of my pocket. You know, the computers, the lighting, the camera, blah, 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 all that stuff. So anyway, I will see you Saturday for the reading of, Go for the, for the final reading of The Ghost of Flight 401. And then I'll see you on Sunday and then again on Monday. Okay. And uh, have a good afternoon. And I hope you have a good week. I hope you have a good couple of days.